Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for February 15th, 2021. This week, the Dallas Mavericks have stopped playing the national anthem at the start of their games despite pushback from the league. The Utah Jazz and Los Angeles Lakers are continuing to dominate the league and the Western Conference. And the Toronto Raptors will play the rest of this season in their temporary home of Tampa, Florida. But first, the Detroit Pistons have reached an agreement with the New York Knicks to trade Derrick Rose for Dennis Smith Jr. and draft compensation. You know, this trade is really funny to me because it's becoming a bit of a meme at this point how Derrick Rose always ends up with his former and I guess current head coach now, Tom Thibodeau. He started his career with Thibodeau in Chicago. He made his way to Minnesota, where Thibodeau was his head coach. And now he's back in New York with Thibodeau. So, you know, I'm really happy for him. I think, you know, Derek Rose has really battled through his injuries and established himself as a solid six-man, seventh player on the team, kind of. I think he'll help out this New York Knicks team a lot. He'll be a really good veteran player and mentor for some of their younger players like Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly, RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox. I mean, this New York Knicks is just a really young team. And, you know, I think Derrick Rose is a really humble player. You know, he's seen the highs and lows of the NBA. And this New York Knicks team is looking really good. They're making a strong push for the playoffs. I mean, we've talked about the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Atlanta Hawks this season a bit. And they've kind of fell off a bit, which isn't too surprising considering those are two really young teams. But I think this this New York Knicks team is battling through and, and they're winning games that they should be winning. You know, they're winning games they they shouldn't be winning too. And like they're 13 and 15 right now. I mean, they're ahead of the Raptors and the Heat, which we would have all expected to be a lot higher at this point in the season. So I think Derrick Rose is a great presence on this team. Dennis Smith Jr., on the other hand, heading to Detroit and a first-round pick. Hopefully, Dennis can turn his career around a bit. I think at this Pistons team, there will be a bit less pressure on him. He won't be battling for minutes as much because this Knicks team is pretty guard-heavy. Yeah, hopefully he can turn it around a bit because I really liked him when he, he was on the Mavericks a few years ago, and he just hasn't got it together with New York. Moving on from that, we have the Raptors, who will play the rest of their season in Tampa Bay, Florida. A bit disappointing for for Toronto fans there. I think it was pretty much to be expected. I mean, obviously with the state of the world and, and, you know, nothing really having been changed from a year ago, six months ago, that they're staying the rest of the season there. Hopefully, they'll be able to return to Toronto for the next season. The Jazz and Lakers, on the other hand, have been dominating the Western Conference. Both teams are on seven-game win streaks. Not much earlier in the season, like a few weeks ago, Jazz were on an 11-game win streak. So I think these teams are are looking like two really heavyweight teams. I think when I did my preseason predictions for the Utah Jazz, I... I think I was a bit harsh on them if you go back to the episode, just just remembering what I said. And I think it was because they really didn't feel like they meshed well. Like the pieces that were added to their team last year didn't really have as much as an effect as I personally thought they would. Like Mike Conley was really subpar last year. He he just did not fit in well. And, and you know, he's looking like potentially an all-star this year. Jordan Clarkson has been fantastic for them. Bogdanovich has really... He started the season really slow, I noticed, but he's he's looking like he's contributing a lot to this team as well. Like, the, just one through five, they're such a deep team. Their bench is really deep. 
I think this might even be the deepest team in the NBA. Do they have the star power to win a championship? I'm not sure I'm entirely convinced. I don't know if they could beat the Lakers or even the Clippers, but it would be really nice if they did. This is one of those teams you just love to cheer for. You know, they're built, not bought. Yeah, and then on the Lakers, the other hand, they had a really exciting week this week. They had three consecutive overtime games, and they won all of them against the Pistons and the Thunder twice. You know, I think this is the same mold for the Lakers. It's not really a news story unless the Lakers are playing bad, if we're being honest. Then it's, you know, national news. But yeah, the Lakers are continuing to do well as well. Now, the Mavericks had some interesting news this week. The Dallas Mavericks have actually ceased playing the national anthem before home games this season and did not plan to moving forward. It's kind of funny to me because this was something they've been doing for a long time, like the entire season, like 13 home games, preseason, and no one really noticed until some random reporter realized, and now it's like huge news. So let me go through kind of this entire affair here. So Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, said in his statement, we respect and have always respected the passion people have for the national anthem and our country. I've always stood for the anthem with the hand over my heart no matter where I hear it played. But we also hear the voices of those who do not feel the anthem represents them. Kind of an interesting perspective. Stan Van Gundy, who is the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, also weighed in on the matter. He said, if you think the anthem needs to be played before sporting events, then play it before every movie, concert, church service, and the start of every day at work at every business. What good reason is there to play the anthem before a game? And following the news, NBA Chief Communications Officer Mike Bass issued a statement saying the anthem must be played by all teams. He said, with NBA teams now in the process of welcoming fans back into their arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. You know, I don't really know what my opinion is on this. I, I kind of see from both perspectives because the NBA has contracts with the U.S. government, like the U.S. Armed Forces and stuff, where you know, they get money for playing the national anthem, quite literally. On the other hand, I understand Mark Cuban's side and him being an independent business owner and him just feeling like the anthem isn't necessary for them, for his team and for his business. And I mean, let's be honest, before this got reported by any news outlet, this really wasn't news to anyone. Like this was just, who cares? I mean, if we're being honest, my my true opinion is if it gets NBA games starting on time when they're advertised, I'm all for cutting out all this pregame stuff, you know, like being a fan of European sports and like other sports leagues, we have, you know, you have an English Premier League game. It says it's starting at 2 p.m. It's starting at 2 p.m. I don't want 15 minutes of BS, you know, so if that cuts out the anthem, I mean, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, I'm not an American anyways, but let's say the, the Canadian anthem as well, like I don't know. I understand why why people are patriotic about it. I mean, you know, but so I guess one point you can make as well is that the NBA is all American teams except the Raptors, right? So it's like everyone knows the anthem anyways. We've all heard it in grade school. You know, for the Olympics and other international events like that, I, I guess I, I get it, right? Like you're competing against different countries and it's kind of more of a patriotic affair, but I think we've kind of progressed through it not being maybe necessary anymore. So We'll see um, what happens for the future. Obviously, this, this this whole debate, this whole sort of debate has been going on for a few years now. Honestly, I, I guess we'll see where this goes. For the rest of the season, the Dallas Mavericks will be playing the national anthem. That's all the news for this week. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. 
You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. Look forward to our next episode on Monday, February 22nd. Thanks for listening.